My name is Fitz, and I'm the CEO of the Fitz Group. I'm glad you've chosen to listen to this week's excerpt from our weekly TFG Hotspot. Since early 2000, this weekly meeting has been a focal point of gathering the sales force together. This business can be a lonely business, and gathering with others in the fight is hugely beneficial. We have found that either the meeting needs you, or you need the meeting. This excerpt, entitled Tales from the Field, is the portion of our meeting where the top producers for the week share their secrets. And now, on to today's lesson. All right. Oh, just missing the top five. Ah, oh, start. I don't want to call names because it's like, why don't you call my name? But you see the name. Okay. Uh, in fifth place, Adam Johnson on the Johnson team, 350 dials he made this week. He spoke to 47 people, booked 24 appointments, sat on 12, uh, eight apps for 10 referrals. And got, excuse me, got 10 referrals. All eight were life apps for $5,165.04. Adam Johnson, everybody. <laughs> Adam, are you there? I am. I had technical difficulty for a second, but here I am. (laughs) Thanks for having me on the show, Fitz. Love to be here. Uh, Adam Johnson, I'm in West St. Paul, Minnesota, which is actually south of St. Paul, and we're in a snowstorm as well, which is awesome. I'm direct direct to the fabulous Grace McGill. And, uh, yeah, weather here in Minnesota has been snowy or freezing cold, like 20 below. It's been kind of alternating between 20 below or six inches of snow. So what I find is when the weather's rough, it's usually great for production because people stay in. Mm. However, this week, with the weather <laughs> rough, people were having a hard time getting home. Um, <laughs> so my sit rate was lower than it normally is, uh, which can be disappointing. Uh, but the biggest thing is I just book a lot of appointments. So if my sit rate is bad, I can still come out having a good week. I just put the odds in my favor more. Um, some of these people were even rescheduled from one day to the next. So, um, really the biggest tip for this week or the thing I went through, well, first of all, I, I just, I'm, I'm fired up for April. Um, I'm fired up for this year. I think Fitz, you just nailed it. I mean, just being here being a part of the community and the group, we just help each other grow. And I appreciate everybody on the team. And I just want to thank all of you for, for helping us all grow. And, um, this week was interesting because I never, I never listen when people cancel, just like Michelle said. However, I did check a voicemail on the way to an appointment. <laughs> I had a, a current client who moved north of the cities. I've written him twice, and now he wanted me to write his wife. And we had booked the appointment the day before. And as I was driving off, he left a voicemail. And the voicemail said, our son stayed home from the flu. I don't know if I can get home in time from work. Uh, my wife's mother just died. And I think we need to reschedule. So I'm looking at my clock. I'm going to be an hour late to this appointment, which normally in bad weather, I don't care. I'll show up late. People aren't mad at you. So, but I listened to this voice. I started messing with my head. And I started thinking, maybe, maybe I shouldn't go. So I called Grace. I, so I called my manager and said, Grace, I don't know. I always go, but here's what's going on. And she said, well, let's talk this through. She says, the wife's sick? I said, no, it sounds like the son. He'll probably be in the basement. And she's like, well, who are you writing, the, the wife or the husband? And I said, the wife. And I know these people. Um, so if he can't make it or he's late, it'll probably be okay. It's kind of one of those weird situations that it'll probably be all right. And then we're talking about the mom passing away. I'm like, well, I just booked it yesterday. It sounds like she died a while ago, like a few days ago. It just sounded like a big list of reasons. So I said, well, I'll just show up and see what happens. And I drove out there and, you know, it ended up being about 1500 of my premium for the week. Wow. 
which is a pretty substantial amount. And I'm, and I showed up and he said, Oh, and he was there. And I showed up late an hour late in the snow. And he said, you must not have got my message. And I just looked at him. I didn't say anything. I didn't want to say anything. I just looked at him and he said, come on in. <laughs> and that was it. And we sat down and they picked out their plan. He goes, I'm going to go shovel snow. Are you okay with that? I said, do your thing, man. And he went out and shoveled the snow. And then when we're all done, she said, oh, it's just been so crazy and hectic. And I'm just glad we had this done. And I said, awesome. And then on my way out, he stopped. He stopped. He had a, like, a, like a tractor. He's driving around with a plow because he has a huge driveway. And he gets out of his tractor and said, uh, thanks so much for taking care of my family. I appreciate you being here. And um, it was just, it was awesome. So don't, don't just go to the appointment. Don't let them cancel on you. I'm changing my routine. I'm not even listening to voicemails anymore because it messes with my head fits. And I'm so thankful that I called Grace and she told me to do the right thing, which is just go. And when I got there, nothing was as big as it sounded on that, on that voicemail and everything was cool. And um, it was, ended up being a good appointment. <laughs> I turned my mic on and off and on and off, and I wasn't sure where I was in that rotation. So I just went ahead and went with the applause rather than saying anything. Um, <laughs> that's well said. I mean, well done. And you know, so many tips you can pull out of that. I mean, again, you know, the client calls to cancel, ignore it, just go. But, um, but when in doubt, check up on, ask somebody. A lot of people will just try to proceed on their own understanding. And uh, there's a real danger in that in life in general, uh, just going on your own understanding, right? So uh, I like that you reached out and asked for help. And then uh, it worked out. Um, it just worked out. And it, it always seems to <laughs> for, for Adam, right? Another point I wrote down, uh, I was listening to him talk about, about that appointment, but I wrote down, book a lot of appointments. I mean, you know, if you've got, <laughs> it, it just seems like uh, activity will cure what ails you. I've been told that for 20 plus years. Uh, and, and if you have a bad show rate, book more appointments. I love that response. Um, if you uh, need to write more production, book more appointments. You know, if, if you're not sure how much production you need to write, just book more appointments. Just err on the side of booking more appointments and uh, it tends to work out for those who do. That was a that was a big tip. It's simple. I think a lot of people might hear that and go, eh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, but um, did you, this <laughs> is where you take it personally now, did you book more appointments? Uh, because that's that's really the point. Uh, so again, congratulations, Adam. Thank you for chiming in. And thank you for the, the words you said at the beginning. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Uh, if you were watching my camera while listening to Adam, uh, I was uh, getting an update. So let me real quick um, update. Uh, so six apps, 28 referrals, all socialized. So what changed was the premium. Uh, Yankees premium changed. Still in the top five, just a little bit higher. <laughs> so we'll go ahead and give it a hand now. We'll sort it. I don't know if Bruno, Bruno came in here and told me that. I, I don't know if Jonathan saw that because everybody's so competitive. <laughs> it's like, hey, or if Bruno caught it and was like, I, I missed that. My bad. Uh, but either way, uh, we'll hear from Jonathan shortly. Uh, that said, thank you, Bruno, for, for doing that. We do, like I said earlier, we do like making sure that people, you know, get the recognition that they've earned. Uh, and we have in fourth place, 
I was talking to Nathan yesterday. He said, I don't know if I'm going to be in the top five. So he went and told me his numbers yesterday, and I'm excited that he is in the top five so he can tell everybody. Uh, but Nathan Cook on the Gillingham team, 245 dials, 32 contacts, five appointments, three sits, four apps, 14 referrals. I'm loving the referral count. Uh, all four were life apps for 6506 and premium. Give my hand, Nathan Cook, everybody. Nathan? Did I say Nathan Cook? Can you hear me, Nathan? There he is. All right. So, good morning, everyone. Um, I'm driving. Oh, he froze. Um, 4,100 of that came from ARS appointments. So, I've been getting killed on those, not knowing how to book appointments from those, but I just heard it falling last week. And, um, Nathan, you're not, you're not coming through really clear. If you, can you hear me? Is this better fit? Yeah, it's, it's, it's super choppy. What was happening was I just wasn't hearing all the words. Well, did he say 4,100 or 2,100? I hear you. You there? 4,100 from the DRS. Four, one appointment. Wow. So I, I saw you, um, see if I can ask you the question, if you can answer it. Um, because uh, again, it is kind of challenging to hear you right now. But I saw on Slack you sent out the message that uh, that you had written on ERS, and you were thinking, who was he thinking? He thanked you. He thanked Marty for the tip on on getting in touch with the ERS. What was that tip? Everybody, everybody wants to know. What did you do? Are you able to hear me now? You there? Shoot, man, I want to hear from him. He's in the top five. I think that's first time, too. Is that, I don't know if this is his first time in the top five. Man. Nathan, hopefully, right maybe what you can do is this. Nathan, if you don't mind, like, when you get a chance, shoot a quick video. Take your phone and, and, and do a quick video, like a minute long, and put it out on Slack of what you did. Uh, I think everybody wants to hear uh, about your week. It's just hard coming through right now. Um, so I apologize for that. But give my hand, everybody. I hate, I hate that we're not able to hear uh, Nathan right now, um, but uh, maybe maybe uh, Marty um, knows the tip he gave Nathan. Uh, I'll say this, ERS, because there's new folks in the room, new folks on the call. What is ERS? ERS is called the Emergency Response System. Uh, it is a free service that we provide our clients. When you fill out the application, you're also getting a list from them, of a, a contact list of when they die, who's going to let us know they died. There's billions of life insurance benefits that have not been paid, billions that have not been paid because we didn't know the person died. Just that simple. Uh, we had a, a, an agent once upon a time, a few years ago, was telling us about his wife. Her dad died when she was 10 years old. And for the next eight or nine years, they lived, you know, her mom had like 15 jobs to keep a roof over their head, did not have life insurance, right? So 
I mean, they struggled and struggled and struggled. She was about to go off to college about 18, 19 years old. Her mom was cleaning out the junk closet, found a policy with a couple of million in death benefit. And they were able to process the claim. And that helped. But what about those eight or nine years where everything was on the brink of being lost? It would have been nice. So what we do is we, we get emergency contact lists from a client and uh, we contact that emergency contact list, let them know their responsibilities, let them know, hey, when Bob dies, we need you to tell us so we can get his daughter the money, um, that kind of thing. So it's, we've seen it work where uh, another case in Kentucky, single mom died in a house fire a day after buying a policy. That, 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 that agent got three phone calls from the emergency contact list almost immediately. The application had been sent in to Foresters. Foresters does the temporary uh, insurance, right? And so they, they went ahead and processed the claim. They went ahead and processed the application as if she were still alive. She got approved. They issued the death benefit. Everything said and done from application to, to death claim check was about two weeks. That's unheard of in the industry. That, that kind of stuff just doesn't happen. Uh, and so that's what the ERS does. Um, and I, I'll ask Marty to step up in a second. We're going we're gonna to call um, Marty or call out Marty's name in just a second because <laughs> he's number three. But while you're up here, if you don't mind telling Nathan what you share with him or telling us what you share with Nathan. So in third place, we have Marty Doge on the Doge team. 138 dials. Yeah, that's good. Y'all clap. <laughs> the room was fired up by Marty. I love it. Uh, 138 dials, 17 contacts, 15 appointments, 10 sits, 14 apps, all uh, 14 referrals. All 14 were live apps for $6,857.16. Everybody, okay. And I look so forward to Tuesdays and seeing all you pretty faces. Um, real quick, just to go off of what uh, Nathan was talking about. I was in Houston last week. I missed my family, so I apologize. I had to go see my other family down in Houston. Um, we were making dials, these dials, right there, in the Houston office, and people were sitting around and he was down at the other end of the table because I'm loud. For those that have ever heard me make phone calls, I'm not the quietest person in the world. Um, and it's funny how someone will ask, when you're here for a while, someone will ask you a question and your response to you is just a common here or, you know, whatever. We have enough training that you can just say, watch this video. But he asked how I called my ERSs and I emergency response system people. And I said, well, they're not a lead, first and foremost. So you have to call them as a service that we're providing for the client. And so the only thing that I told him to say that's different than what he was already saying was at the end of the phone call, now we created this. Let me be clear to all the new agents. We came up with the emergency response system or network or whatever you want to call it. State Farm doesn't do it. New York Life doesn't do it. So when you call these people and you're telling them what your role is and that you need to get over there and get the information to them, the last thing I always ask is, has anyone ever set this up for you? No. Unless they're one of our clients, they don't have it. Right. And so that's more of a reason to let you come over instead of, well, can't you just mail me the information or can't you just give it to me on the phone? This, has anyone done right. this for you? Well, I got a policy with State Farm. That's okay. You know, has anyone set this up? Well, no. Okay. Well, I'm going to be over there tomorrow. I'll set it up for you. If you don't sell them a policy, you're still going to pick up eight or 10 referrals. It's just referral after referral after referral. And so that's what I, I was like, just ask them if they have it. Well, I already knew the answer. So it's kind mm -hmm. of a, a loaded question, if you will. Um, but that's just the benefit for those in the room. You're here. We tell people all the time, get to the meetings because mm -hmm. you never know what little bitty thing. $4,100. That's a lot. 
I mean, he wrote 6,500, 4,100 bucks on a brand new contract is two grand. Yeah. What if he wasn't there? Right. What if he didn't ask that question? Be bold. I mean, I've, I've known Nathan for now for a few months, so he didn't have any problems. I'm not some, I'm approachable is what I'm saying. <laughs> um, but he just walked up and said, Hey, I got a question. And I was like, well, I'm here. What's up? Yeah. And so I always am thankful that you and Heather put on this meeting. Um, I'm thankful that the Alliance puts on and uh, Allman's put on the nighttime meetings like we do here um, because the the association and the communication with the people that I've made relationships over the last eight and a half years here is why I'm still here. Mm. has nothing to do with this. I'm not giving the money back. <laughs> I'm keeping it. But I remember, and I've said this before, but there are new people in the room that I just met. I remember standing over there and being the first person to talk because we used to do it lowest to highest. And I was like, one of these days, I'm going to go last. And I still didn't go last because I got beat by Michelle for $24,000. That's beside the point. <laughs> um, and Yankee smoked me. Coming through the last second there, eh, uh, Jonathan. I'm just kidding. Um, but I'm just thankful for you guys. I'm looking forward to associating over at your house. I think a lot of the reality of the world that they live in could be something that we only dream of. And when you see them just being themselves in their home, it shows you what's possible here. Come to Alaska, and I'm done. Oh, what? Yeah. Give your hand. Cut it off. Because you didn't tell us about your week. Yeah, I wrote some policies. <laughs> I made some calls. Um, I know we do this every week, but I, you said it earlier. It's, it's, it's a phone script. It's an in-home presentation. Just do the work. Mm. Just you said you were going to sit with me while I make phone calls today. You're going to see that I'm nothing special, that I've just done it so many times. It just comes out and people will say, well, what did you say to that person to book that appointment? I don't know. Like, I really don't know. I mean, if you ask me immediately after the phone call, I'm like, well, that's what I said. But if it's 10 minutes later, I'm like, I, I, I got nothing because I've said it thousands of times that to me, I mean, this closet right here, for those that are on the, the internet, I'm sorry, you can't see it. There's a closet right there. When I first got started, I was loud. They had desks in here with white noise and everything that would, you would assume would be a proper phone call etiquette place. I was still loud. So I sat in the closet on the floor with my leads and my activity book. There is the closet, said closet. It's a, there, there's a computer. And yeah, it's not an office. Let's be clear. That's a storage room. Um, but I remember sitting in there making two or 300 phone calls and not booking any appointments and, and hearing people out here. I don't remember if it was here or at the other office. We had a bell every time someone booked an appointment. And I'm like, people just set all these appointments, but I muscled through it. Yeah. I think too many times in this world, people are now I look at this and you can't see me, but you can see what I'm, I'm going to point at. Adam is a top producer in the company. He was number seven in the entire company and he still made 350 phone calls. Yeah. And I was telling Fitz a couple of weeks ago, why am I so arrogant to think that I don't need to make 350 phone calls? Because I'm lazy. Can you be honest? Can we be clear here? I don't want to. I hate making phone calls, but it's a means to an end. Yep. So don't assume it's your phone script. It's probably bad. Just do a lot of it and then it'll get better. And, and then coach with your mentor. What'd you say? What'd they say? Why didn't it work? Okay, here, let's, let's fix that. Next week, make more phone calls. But I think in the world that we live in, if people don't see immediate results, they think it's the system or the leads or the coaching's not working. And I'm like, you've never done this before. <laughs> like when I played baseball, when I first started, I would run on the field, trip and fall down. I was four. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When you start here, you're going to run, you're going to trip, you're going to fall down. But what are you going to do? 
Are you going to get up, yeah. dust off the dirt, get back on the phone? I used to have someone hang up on me or cuss me out, and I would just push my leads off and be like, that's it. <laughs> I messed up my mojo. <laughs> what mojo? <laughs> I made 30 calls. And I quit for the week. And I was like, I'll do this next week. I ain't doing it right now. How long will you call on a lead? That's really good stuff. You said, how long will you call on a lead? I've heard, I've heard you say it, but maybe everybody else hadn't. I, I will keep a lead. Like I pay for it. It's mine. <laughs> and so um, I'm owning it now because I don't remember who said it initially, but I will call them until they buy or die. They hang up on me. That's okay. I'll call them next week. They won't remember. You know, um, I went back on a lead that was six months old and wrote 600, 800 bucks. And you can look at the lead and it's got like four or five different appointments that I've scribbled out and booked another one, scribbled out and booked another one. Um, and people are, my time isn't as valuable to them as their time is to them. And so I was talking to you today about, I was making calls on a list because I got to an appointment an hour early and five minutes before the appointment, she was like, I'm pulling in. And so I was like, okay, cool. Five minutes after the appointment, I'm pulling in. 10 minutes after I'm like I gotta go I got another appointment I can't just sit here I'm gonna call her back yeah. I'm not gonna not go over there because I've heard him say how are you limiting your income because some people would have just thrown that lead away after the second no show and I'm like I paid for it this lady wants insurance on her her husband and her father-in-law mm. I ain't throwing that away <laughs> just gotta get the woman to understand my time is important to me right even though but anyway um, you have a number? Is there a number? How many, what, like, what's the biggest number of how many times you've called a lead? Do you have any idea? I, I know that, no, I don't know a number, but I know I've, I've sold leads that I bought two years ago because I'll just, I have a binder of leads in the areas that I run and I've been going to the same places for, I mean, I've been going to East Texas since I started. That's where I grew up. And so, I mean, that binders, I got two. So there's a whole binder. I need people in East Texas because I ain't even calling them, hmm. but I still got them. So if someone comes on board, they don't have any money here. <laughs> I already bought them. But I would say probably the 20 times and not talking $3 per time. Right. I'm talking 20 separate every other weeks or whatever. So but it could have been 60 if you're triple dialing. I heard you say it a long time ago. And again, come to the meeting. I heard him say, you never know what you're going to catch. And I was like, well, I like meetings. So I'm going to come associate with everybody anyway. But then he said something at one of the meetings that was like, someone that got offended by a no-show or a hang-up or whatever. And I'm like, the leads were cheaper back then. They were like 25 bucks, but gas and postage and all that stuff has gone up. But I remember like that $25, like I paid for that. I'm going to get something out of it. They're going to see my face. <laughs> and so that's like, I'm going to do a drive-by. I'm going to call them until I get over there. Because the reality of the world of sales that I've come to learn over the last almost nine years is people are big bullies on the phone. But when they see your face, they're the nicest people. Yep. The people that put up the biggest fight are your buyers. Yep. So know that going into it. Just go over there. No, I used to do that. And then it got kind of out of hand. And the question in the room from Miss Heather was, do you mark down uh, the dates that you called them? I used to do tick marks to say, look, I've called you 35 times. And they, they're offended the fact that I brought it up. <laughs> Because if they saw it, they're like, what's this? And now I have to explain it. So I quit. I write the date that I printed the lead. That's it. Yeah. Because the reality of it is if I have to call them a hundred times, I don't care as long as someone answers the phone. And I've booked an appointment from someone that the phone changed 
And the person was like, they don't live here anymore. And I was like, oh, I was trying to get them this information on this insurance they requested. And they're like, I need insurance. Because yeah. they didn't quit calling it. The phone number was somebody else's. Yeah. So when you invest in leads, understand this is an investment. It's not an expense. Get your money back. Get your return on your investment. Yep. I, I always, I always track how many times I called, not counting the triple dials, but I called this person once and really I triple dialed them. Uh, I did, did that just to show an agent. Hey, look, I just, I mean, it, it say, a Tuesday morning, I'd be like, I called this person 50 times and finally made a sale. And I think my, my number was around 50 was my, my record number of calling somebody. So that means triple dialing. I, I dialed that person 150 times. Um, anyway, it is what it is. Buy, buy or die. I like it. Jonathan Yakey on the Megan team. 277 dials, 42 contacts, 19 appointments, 10 sets, six apps, 28 referrals. All six were life apps for $8,758.68. Jonathan Yakey, everybody. Good morning, everyone. Can you hear me okay, Fitz? Loud and clear. Awesome. Um, man, really good stuff shared this morning. Thanks, Marty and Adam, and congrats, Nathan. You're doing awesome, man. Nathan is a testament. He, what did you start, like three months ago, four months ago, I feel like? Is he in there now? He's in the room yeah, now? Yeah, he's in there now. Uh, and he puts in activity every week. So that's a huge testament to anyone that's starting or has been here for a while. Really, activity cures pretty, pretty much everything. Um, that's what I had in my notes from what Adam and Marty were saying. And it's a quote brings to my mind, too, from Star Wars. <laughs> fans in here master yoda says do or do not there is no try mm. um just get up and do it um you got plenty of leadership plenty of teammates that'll help you um and uh <laughs> um you, you can't lose if you're plugged in so thank you fitz for the the calls you put on uh, being available early morning late at night it's a huge it's just this huge Words can't express how thankful I am, and I know everyone else is. So, um, going to this week, <clears throat> I was having a lot of trouble uh, with leads I was getting, and for like the past two weeks, I was just struggling. And I, I just said, "Look, I got to do something." So I called Michelle, and it's, I wanted to make a rash decision, but I just called her and said, "Hey, what should I do?" And she just told me just to slow down a little bit basically and put more activity in and then just adjust what I was doing as far as my phone script went. Cause I was getting a lot of final expense leads and, um, anyways, it worked out. I ended up, I booked 20 appointments, which is activity and I only sat on half of them. So it was actually a rough week. It was a fight to, to produce almost nine grand, but, um, some tips for you that have been working for me with these leads is it's funny. Adam said he got a voicemail. I got three on three of my applications, all canceling and all of them bought and gave me seven referrals. So that's a, another story for you that if someone called in at some point in time to ask for information, it doesn't really matter what they're telling you on the phone or what they're leaving on your phone. They're just not interested at that point in time because it's an inconvenience to them for you to come over for 15 minutes. Does that make sense? Yeah. They still want it. So just go, you, you have a busy schedule. And when they see you, they're like, all right, let's talk about it. 
And if you come from a genuine place, you're going to help them out. Um, and then one tip for you, sales tip that I, I did years ago, probably like when I first started from Justin Balick on final expense. And I don't know why I got away from it, but I said, what was working back then? I just started doing it again. Um, after I had talked to Michelle and, um, basically you get to know them, you do the ATM presentation, but all I do differently at that point is I flip the lead over and I say, Hey, there's, does, has anyone showed you the three ways to pay for a funeral? And most people say no. And I say, it goes from the worst way to the best way. The worst way is a credit card. Why do you think that is? It's high interest debt to your family. Right. And they're like, right. Second way is not bad. It's a payment plan to a funeral home. And those are good. There's just a trick to them. You don't want to de-edify payment plans because people may have them. Um, and the trick is they don't tell you that you have to pay the entire amount before you die for it to pay your family. If you only paid in two grand and you're paying $70 a month and you died, your family owes eight. Did you know that? And they're like, no, I didn't. Wow. And then the last way is since on the dollar, which is insurance. And the difference is you pay $70 now. That's all you're responsible for. It doesn't matter when you die. It pays however much you want. And I say out of those three, what makes the most sense for you? And they'll pick the last one. And then I just, from there, they just have to pick what they can afford. So I, I closed every single one of the final expense points I sat on doing that. Um, really good tip. So that's a tip for you. But really the activity is like Adam and Marty said, that's going to cure everything. Like if you put in activity and show up to your team, like I really appreciated Marty coming down last week. You're a prophet, bro. When you come down here, I love it. Um, but just plug in and put in activity and you'll win. That's all I got. Boom. Stuff. I think we're staying down in Houston for this next yeah. one. <laughs> she made cupcakes. Uh, Michelle Alleman, I'm giving her credit anyway. It may have been Mike. Who knows? Uh, Michelle Alleman, Alleman team, 102 dials, 29 contacts, 22 appointments, 15 sits, 15 apps, 48 referrals. There is a huge tip right there. Uh, and all 15 were life apps for $23,627 in premium. Michelle Alleman, everybody. <laughs> Hey, Fitz, I just want you to know that here at the Alliance, you can have your cake and eat it too. And I, <laughs> I did make all of these cupcakes. I had, I had a vision yesterday that I was going to come home after appointments last night and I was going to cook. I was going to cook food. I was going to bake all this stuff. And I got home last night. I was tired. And I said, well, I'm going to have to do this in the morning. So I got up this morning. But, uh, and I, and you know, here's the thing people think, uh, oh, Michelle works a lot, she has no life. Um, that's not true, that is not true at all. <laughs> I took 96 days of vacation last year on trips outside of the, of the alliance, I mean, with the alliance and outside of the alliance. That's like a third of the year. Are you kidding me? So, anyway, I, I'm fired up. I do have a few tips today. Uh, this week was 
was pretty freaking awesome. $23,000. When I started adding it up last night, I got really excited. And I couldn't <laughs> go to bed till like midnight. So, but um, a couple of, a couple of tips for you. I mean, yes, I did. I decided Friday evening that I was going to dial from six to eight because I needed some more appointments. I wasn't happy with where I was because this Saturday I'm going shopping with my daughter for a wedding dress <laughs> the whole weekend's probably going to be blown so i wanted to get an extra production this week uh and so i ended up setting like 11 appointments on friday evening between 6 and 8 p.m and um just ended up running those this weekend it ended up just really giving me some crazy numbers so um you know one of my appointments was a 47 year old man who was a smoker and his mortgage was 395,000 and he's single no children has a great job um and I was trying to show him the 50-50 plan you know <laughs> you know for like 200 or three 200 bucks a month and he said no I want the whole thing Michelle I want the whole enchilada and it's like 484 dollars a month he said I can handle that one I said okay and did the e-app on sunday and before 24 hours was up foresters had approved that application and for those of you who don't know the cutoff is every sunday so normally that would pay out on friday i'll get paid the following friday not bad <laughs> uh not bad at all so get your you know get your know your numbers know what you got to do when so you can get your money when you need it but we get paid every friday and everything is cut off on Sunday. So um, that was an amazing sale. And then, you know, I get the $15 a month sales too. So it's not just you guys. Um, you know, I had a, a lady that I went to see and that's all that she could afford. And so that's what I did for her. Um, we talk about three applications in the home is the minimum. It's what you want to do to create a client for life. And you can easily do three applications. Your, your goal is to do three applications in every single home. How do you do that? A regular application, an accidental application, and a child whole life. Do I do it in every home? Heck no. Do I try? Yes. It's, you know, it's what I'm, if I don't do it that time, I'm going to come back and try and do that later. But one interesting story I did want to share uh, is I got a phone call last week, and I do have some of my clients in my phone. I don't have everybody, um, but the name popped up, and so I answered it because I knew it was a client. And uh, he said, Michelle, I'm one of your clients from a long time ago, and my wife died, and I want you to get me some more insurance. My wife died in December, and I never even saw the death claim on this one. Um, I think it was F and G, which I don't get to see that much of their correspondence, but I went to see him last night. We had reset the appointment a couple of times, and when he, uh, he said, let me pull out the paperwork. I said, I said, are you, a, I went in the house, and I said, are you a referral? How did we meet? How, and I didn't even remember that he was the death claim that I had set this appointment for. And he's, and then he reminded me and he said, well, let me get the paper. And so he brings this letter out from 2007 with my heading on it. 
because I used to send a letter out to everybody after I got wrote him a policy. And do you know he still had that letter? Anyway, he brought that letter out with a different policy, not even, I didn't even write that other policy. Okay. So what it goes to show you is, I don't know if he thought I wrote that other policy, but I did write a policy on his wife years ago. Um, but the point of the matter is the letters work and people keep that stuff and people will call you back. And um, 12 years later, you know, I wrote another policy on him last night. He's 71 now. Um, but guys, the stories that we get to hear from our clients, like the guy that I wrote up for 500 bucks a month, used to be in the military. And he told me that, you know, because he hurt his back. He did hurt his back in the military. He's not really hurt now. He works a full-time job. But he said, yeah, I was jumping out of a plane and my friend wasn't so lucky. He's in a wheelchair now. Mm. So, guys, we don't know what tomorrow holds. This insurance is important for people. So go out and protect families. That's all I got. Wow. That's really good. Can I help you? Sure would like to. If you're an agent with us, please go to timewithfits.com. That's timewithfitz.com to schedule a time when I can help you directly. Just pick a topic, pick a time, and we'll meet. If you're not an agent with the Fitz Group, I encourage you to go to thefitzgroup.org slash contact. Again, that's thefitzgroup.org slash contact and send us a message. See you next week.